You know how we do. Rockefeller. Forever. Good evening, Meet Suits and Meet Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 166. We have now done as many episodes as the number of points the Dow Jones Industrials fell on June 24th, 2005. Fuck. Speaking of depressing things that can influence a political campaign, this week we're talking about, quote, what really happened, colon, John Edwards, Our Baby, and Me, the mostly made-up book by Riel Hunter, unquote. One of the many people. All right, I forgot to unquote it. One of the many people who had sex with John Edwards. Also, I should I should say here uh, that um, Amy Mary tweeted to me that the fact that, that Wikipedia has number pages for the numbers one through ten thousand. So in about two hundred years, I'm going to run out of these and I'm going to have to find new sources for jokes. <laughs> mm. Or somebody could start making Wikipedia pages for more numbers. Yeah, well, I guess we do have a, we have two hundred years for someone to start thinking of new pages yeah. or creating yeah, them. Yeah, so. at one per week, you can do it, Radio Public. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure there are numbers above that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of any. If you want to hear eight hours of depressing, self-satisfied crap read by a woman who sounds like Jenna Maroney, you can get this book for free. <laughs> that was what she sounded like. She sounds just like her. Oh my god, yes, that's it. And I, like, to the point where I actually looked it up because I thought it might have been the actress, and it's not. But it God, sounds... this would have been Jane Krakowski. That would have been a lot better. It would have been awesome. Anyway, if you, want to, if you want to do that, you can get this book for free by going to audiblepodcast.com slash readandweep. Sign up for a free trial of Audible's subscription service, and you get a free audiobook of any kind. It can be anything you want from their 100,000 plus titles. It could be this, or it could be... Uh, any of the other books written by women who have slept with John Edwards, like for example, Elizabeth Edwards' books, uh, book "Cancer, Fuck You," and her other book, John Edwards, "Fuck You." <laughs> nice. I don't know if I can laugh at this or not. This episode, uh, of course, was sponsored. Uh, in addition to that by one of our listeners. Today it was sponsored by Julia Falcone. That's right, my sister for my birthday thought I would enjoy hey. listening to this book. Mm-hmm. Apparently 28 years of us sharing the earth and she still doesn't know my taste in books. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Yes, Julia. She really could have suggested anything and, and you would have done it, but yeah. this, you got this. Yeah. Sort of like, like crime drama, maybe? How um, do you return this gift? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to force us to read anything of your choice for my birthday or not, go to readtestweek.com slash sponsor. We'll have more episodes available in December. So if you go to readtestweek.com slash sponsor right now, you can sign up uh, for a mailing list and you'll be the first to know when they open up. And uh, my guess is the number of subscribers we've gotten on the mailing list now, they will uh, probably not have trouble selling out the next few months either. So get in there now while you still can. Let me introduce you to the panel now. I'm your host, of course. My name is Alex Falcone. You can find me on pretty much any social media site. If I'm I'm not on your favorite one yet, email me and I'll join it. App.net. Uh, I don't you have to pay for that. Any free social media site. No, and I, will I be thought there. App.net. Oh, that's right to get in on the beta. Yeah. I what is so. that? It, it's it's like uh, it's like Twitter, but not. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so find me on all of them. I'd love to hang out with you on the internet. Here are some of my friends in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. 
Alex, there's some paparazzi around, so I'm just going to wear a big floppy hat. If you could do a drive-by on them, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> Everything can be solved with floppy hats and drive-bys. If I learn anything from uh, <laughs> Summers in the Hamptons and, I guess, evenings with Warren rappers. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us, as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. Thanks very much, Alex. I've never met a hat box I didn't raid for evidence. <laughs> <laughs> She says and then painfully so... reconstruct torn out videotape. She says it so many times that all her special things are in a hat box. Uh, like what else? Point, you don't like... keep hats. Like nobody wears the kinds of hats that you keep in a hat box anymore. Now it's just a big circular like treasure trove. Yeah, super right? obvious that that would be where you'd go to find her stuff. You're like, well, there's clearly not hats in it. Yeah. It must yeah, be her sex like... tape with a presidential <laughs> candidate. Oh, I'm sorry, Riel. Was that your fascinator? Like. <laughs> If it's like something you're also trying to get rid of, why not just get rid of it, burn it instead of storing it in something yeah. that you're yeah. keeping with you forever with your precious possessions? Also, lockbox, honey. Seriously, <laughs> if it's a sex tape with a presidential candidate, lockbox, drawer safe, fake dictionary, yeah, hollow Coke can. <laughs> well, usually seasons. they are hollow, Alex. They well, no, but the bottom screws off, and then you put sex oh, tapes in it. Got it. Yeah. And then you buried it in Coke, so that way people will think, oh, that's a clever pun. <laughs> but, There's Coke in this Coke can, but again, and that's all it is. she thought it was destroyed because she destroyed it, so why keep it? Why keep the trash? Why? Why make a sex tape with a, with the presidential candidate, right? The same reason everyone makes sex tapes, to watch it and masturbate to it later. <laughs> oh, I thought it was to critique your form. Oh, yeah, you thought it was like it was, it was like a golf swing video where it's like exactly. they slow it down and like oh you know what you got a little hitch in your stroke there when you've got a new opponent coming up you watch a lot of tape <clears throat> on him yeah <laughs> oof <laughs> also joining us he's a political operative in Washington D.C. whose vote could be bought for a mere fifteen dollars in <laughs> Coldstone Creamery gift cards please welcome back uh, operating under his pseudonym Mr. Stephen T. Carter um. Honestly, I I just got so angry I forgot the funny thing I was gonna say. Why would you not destroy that tape? <laughs> Why would you? <sighs> yeah, memorize it and eat it. Come on, there's no there's no excuse for keeping it. All right, let's uh let's find out what happened in this book slash the real world slash just in this book, Chris. Yes. Uh, you're our summarizer for your freakish recall and your dulcet tones oh, today. Oh boy, please yeah. summarize in the style of Jenna Maroney because she narrated this book. Okay, very good. You ever meet someone, some bitchy whore, and wonder how she sleeps at night? Turns out she sleeps very well, sometimes with a senator. <laughs> Riel Hunter was Senator John Edwards' mistress. The scandal, once revealed, was a contributing factor to his dropping out of the pre presidential race in 2008. Her account of her relationship... Also contributing, the uh, America did not want to vote for him. Well... He, he was made of hope, but it turns out hope was bigger somewhere else. Um, so this book is her account of her relationship with Johnny Edwards, legal name. Um, largely, it's an account of what she wore and what hotels she <laughs> fucked him in. And her book also details how much money people gave her to travel along with Johnny while fucking him on the what game she, trial. What she did to kill time while she was waiting yeah. for a chance to fuck him later. Yeah, that's right. The relatives and the relative success of her webisodes she filmed for Team Edwards as a cover for their affair. Uh, in which she carried around a camera and uh, filmed them on a camera. By and the way, if you're trying to keep an affair secret, don't film webisodes for the dude you're sleeping with. 
and mean, then the... I, I liked that as like a good cover because it was like, let's see, what job could uh, a talentless person have? Webisodes, sure. Yeah, done. It's funny because I was like, I, I thought, man, I bet I can't dislike webisodes more than I already do. And I was like, oh no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, also, she's a life coach, right? Not a lot of skills. Yeah. No, she's a professional life coach. And who who apparently fucks like a million dollars because that's about how much they give her. But uh, <laughs> the, and and then it details the the birth of their love child. Um, and and you know how uh, in any you know autobiography, um, you know the narrator is the good guy. Well, in this one, Riel tries to hoist her stilettos up to the moral high ground by attacking Elizabeth Edwards, Johnny's real wife, who dies of real cancer. <laughs> This book is about how she is more spiritually in tuned with John Edwards, and Elizabeth Edwards is some sort of husk of a harpy. <laughs> a husk. The book. <laughs> yeah. The book. It's time for the compliments. This is actually part of my compliment. So, Stephen, I'm going to give you permission to go second or last today. <laughs> I, why don't I get the rest like what other guests get? Well, well I'm, I'm going to get first because I, I need to transition with this. Here's the uh, thing. I'll go last. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so basically, like what she says is this book is about her telling the truth. She's here to tell us the truth. Uh, she's not trying to change anybody's mind. She's not being defensive. She just wants the truth because she's a seeker of truth. That's her fundamental thing, uh, which is, I guess, very uh, – my compliment is that that's very admirable because the truth is she's way worse than her public persona. I thought I was ambivalent <laughs> about her before. Turns out she's lamer than I could have ever imagined. How so? I, yeah. I thought she was just a hot docu- documentarian who just happened to sleep with a famous hot guy. A hot, a hot doc. Yes. As it were. I, he, she hot docked him. Uh, I respect the crap out of hot filmmakers who have sex with famous people. No respect for life coaches who did coke for 10 years before they discovered astrology and decided that a beautiful love story would be having a child with a presidential candidate uh, that you get to see only in his hotel for an hour a night uh, for six months while he's also married and possibly having sex with 20 other people. Uh, Let me ask you a question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, wait, okay, so how much did you follow this when you were, uh, when this was happening? Very little, obviously. Almost okay. none. And, and that's what yeah. I think is Almost so none. interesting yeah. about her trying to get her truth out there, is at least in this one case, possibly three cases here, she has proven that she is worse than I could have guessed. Okay. I would never have guessed Coke, astrology, life coach as a story. I, like, even if I was making fun of her in a bit, I would not have put together all three of those. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, it sounds but, like an exaggeration. Well, just as somebody who did follow this closely, uh, she she is exactly <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who we thought she was. I think it's a good way to put it now. Yeah, so, this, assuming, so assuming she's telling the truth about everything in this book, it did not help you, your opinion of her at all. I, I mean, well, actually, he, here's the thing. I, and you guys know I I'm, I'm tend to be more of a sympathetic dude. Um, is this yeah. your compliment, I, Stephen? I, no. <laughs> My compliment <laughs> yeah. is to me for being empathetic. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we, we, you're, you're supposed to compliment last. What the hell? I think you, I think you've complimented yourself on this show before, Stephen. No, wait, that wasn't my compliment. I'm not going... <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. Wait, I'll, I'll do my compliment, because it kind of does go into this. Okay. Um, so... My, um, so w- whenever, like, we read these, uh, nonfiction books, I try to think of them as fiction just to, like, help me to get into it. Uh, yeah, so you can tell the story. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and in this case, if, if I'm assuming this is a fiction book, then the author, um, did an amazing job of coming up with a character that I absolutely hate. Like, <laughs> what do you mean by that? I mean, she's everything, like, and it's exactly what Alex just said, which is why I want to go second now, too, is that, like, she, into astrology, into new age spiritual stuff, but, she like. She spent a paragraph she, defending the fact that she's not actually a witch. <laughs> Because Which you would think most people don't have to do. You just assume, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You would be able to assume, and she's saying she's not a witch, presumably because she believes in the existence of witches. Because if there are no witches, then it'd be very easy to say I'm not a witch because no one's a witch. That would have been, but it was right. like that. Oh man, crazier than I could have ever well, imagined. It's also her way of like dealing with arguments when she had trouble with Johnny was to just say you're wrong. You're having this emotional reaction, and you need to do this. And like that's how she approaches her entire life, which is just that she knows more because she's probably read a couple books on spirituality. It reminded me of George Bush's book in that like the subtitle or the the title should have been "My Life, I Nailed It." <laughs> you know, yeah. There's this line that I, I wrote down is that. Ever since I became spiritual, my emotional state rarely deviated from satisfaction. <laughs> Which is just one of those things she that just makes you want to throttle somebody. That yeah. is true about me when I'm eating Snickers as well. <laughs> well, right, but how long does a Snickers last? I mean, for well, me, like what? Maybe two, three seconds? Well, why wait, yeah. Chris? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, I want you to be third in your compliment. Uh, yeah, um, so um, actually... I'm going to kind of disagree with you here, Alex, is that, you know, I feel like part of, you know, a lot of this book, maybe 99% is her claiming she's a good person, but I love the tacit admission that her and John Edwards are both real people who are kind of terrible because after he breaks up with her or tries to break up with her at like, let's say 9 PM, they still spend the night together and fuck all night because- They both are too attached to the physical relationship and are kind of terrible people. And I got to think that if you get broken up with, but you still are asked to stay the night, that's not somebody who respects you. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's not somebody who, like, values you as a person. I mean, I find, I mean, look, I don't know. Maybe there are other people whose love stories begin with, I saw him at a bar and I walked up to him and told him, you're super hot. And then yeah. he said, will you come back to my hotel room? There's no chairs. You'll sit on the bed. And then we had sex that night. I'm sure it's possible that love stories start that way. Um, That's Romeo yeah. and Juliet. Fact yeah. check. They did not have sex that first night. Yeah. Well, really? Yeah. So yeah, your yeah. whole argument is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra, compliment. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I like stupid people, right? Yes, yeah, I did know that. So, so, <laughs> so you like thing, Quinn. guys? <laughs> is, is, is there somebody who's your Turner Simpkins of is, the book? Is it Quinn? the Turner? The Turner Simpkins Memorial tell, Award? Tell me, it's Quinn. Here's the thing about Riel. All right, oh. like, oh, because no, here's the thing, guys. We've read books like with some evil people, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. This isn't her. No, like she's not evil. No, you know, no, she, no, she has. Like, she had, like, horny pants for this guy who had horny pants for her, and it turned out that he was, like, one of, like, the ten people who, if you bang, people care about it. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. And and it also turns out his pants, super potent. Yeah. Super potent. So, so what's her crime? Being 40 and fuckable? I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
No, you're you're right. I, I, and ha- when I say hate, it's a strong word. I mean, I don't want to be stuck in an elevator with her. Like, and that's how I, I felt don't... like for eight hours. Um, but no, I mean, here's the thing, Riel. I like Riel because she likes going to movies during the day by herself, and I like that also. Yeah, mm, that's, that's true. a great I thing like to that. do. Right? I like that. Yeah, she is true. relatable. Okay, she banged a guy who she probably should not have banged at that time. Um, she did not understand how pregnancy worked. There are lots of things she did wrong, but she gets movies. The rhythm method, Ezra. <laughs> also, the rhythm method when the rhythm is off. That's kind of the yeah, worst thing. Yeah, yeah without bothering to look rhythm. up what part of your cycle you're you're able to reproduce. She, it was just like the rhythm method without the rhythm. It's not evil, Ezra. There's no question. Like, if we were playing evil, stupid, or crazy, there's no doubt the the, the debate would be, you know, 5149, stupid and crazy. Evil would not be even in the running. Right. Yeah. And, and evil would the be the John Edwards of this race. <laughs> Finish third in the caucuses yeah. of evil, stupid, uh, and crazy. <laughs> yeah, or potentially the third. team Edwards in this in this race. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see what she did. Yeah. She does a lot of blaming of his staffers yeah. in this book. And, and I think some of it six. seems a little bit credible. Yeah, some of it does yeah. seem credible. Oh, for sure. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody comes off looking good in this book. Um, Oprah. Oprah's a class yeah. act. Aplo, Oprah was a class act. Oprah's barely human at this point. She's just luminous. <laughs> There's really nothing else to say. I, I can't explain it. I'm crazy. A little help from Haley Jade. Won't you tell her maybe? I'm crazy. There's nothing you could do or say that could ever change me. Hey, uh, now it's time for our uh, more natural game, our hate segment. Uh, so, so for our main our anchor segment now, we're going to play The Hatred Service is going to guard us, basically, for this segment. That's the important thing. Um, in the shadows. The Hatrix, the Hatrix service? Like the like secret service? Secret service? Yeah, you like Got dive it. in front of a hate. Okay, I'm Yeah, they'll, dive in, they'll, they'll take a bullet for us, man. They'll dive in front of a hate if they have to. All right. I guess m- all of my hates are based around not realizing what's actually going on in the real world. Um, but this is an amazing amount of self, uh, of like situation denial, not, not learning about yourself. Uh, the quote was we'd been talking a short time and he'd already ended two relationships for me that is wow. a, I, I get optimism right like that's someone who can find a lot of uh, okay so i'm probably gonna be a, de- uh, a johnny and riel defender maybe but to be fair to johnny those relationships were both fake and fabricated so no so she's still dumb for thinking that meant their relationship was going well and he wasn't he was like amazing for getting being able to play that so well where he could like time his breaking up with his invisible girlfriends well those can still be <laughs> my great is like you know i'm on the rebound from at least three to four relationships so. <laughs> alex even if you're breaking up with someone invisible that can still be a tough call Here's the thing. The one person who comes off really great, or the one thing that comes off really great in this game, in this in this book, is John Edwards's game. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, just just a quote on that. Uh, when Riel is seeing John Edwards across the hotel lobby for the first time with her friend Mimi, Mimi goes, "That's John Edwards." And Riel goes, "No, John Edwards is a geek. That guy has it going on." <laughs> and he's like, "No, that's John Edwards." And Riel goes, no, John Edwards is a politician and is as deep as a puddle. This guy has depth and awareness. That was the part of the book where I was like, maybe this is secretly written by Johnny just to play the bragpipes a little bit. Yeah. This is when I realized I was going to hate this book. (laughs) This is when I realized that Riel really liked the Celestine prophecy. Okay, so John Edwards does not come across as an intelligent man. 
in this book. Uh, even in her pro- like she's mad at all the staffers for treating him like he's an idiot, and yet he acts like an idiot through the whole book, like uh, to a shocking amount. Uh, is that was that something we knew? Did we know John Edwards was a vapid moron? I mean, to be fair, he was pretty good at reserving rooms in hotels across from him. <laughs> yeah, that's not easy. You know, it's no like boy, get that. Turns out my staffers are all pissed that this blonde woman is. In the room right across from me. <laughs> um, oh. Well, I'm going to keep doing that, and then I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're just going to hire this videographer, and I'm just going to spend all my time with her on planes yeah. everywhere. She, she, she gets cold, so she'll sleep in my bed. Obviously. Being <laughs> and you an know, alpha male, I'm the warmest among <laughs> you. So. Yeah. His face and looks you know really what? Warm. Webisodes need a lot of editing, so I'll be spending a lot of time naked with her. <laughs> Guys, snap judgment. Who comes off worse than this? Um, Riel, Johnny, or Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Let's go ahead and hate on Elizabeth for a little bit. I guess let's talk about this. So according to this book, Elizabeth Edwards, physically abusive. And turns terrible. Out you weren't expecting this, but uh, while you're dying of cancer, you, you get superpowers. Uh, Nietzsche was right. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I just, here's yeah. a, I think my issue is I don't know how to make any, like, anything around like elizabeth edwards any jokes around her because like like i know just because you had cancer doesn't mean you're a good person obviously no. that doesn't happen but right. but yeah <laughs> but it's so much riskier to say someone's a bad person and if they have cancer i'm not yeah. saying she's a good or a bad person i'm saying she's too weak to hit john edwards that's John my only Edwards, point. John Edwards is out in touch with a lot of things, possibly also with getting hit. <laughs> so, so she could just tell him he's getting hit and he'd believe it? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he know. know. He's a simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> how much How much hitting is normal? A thousand? Four hundred? No, I, I think it's about a three hundred. <laughs> I, I just, like, this, like her portrayal of, of, of Elizabeth Edwards, she might have been mean, but, like, like it's just, I don't know, like, the, the vilifying of her makes no sense at all. Like, she, at one point, she was like, uh, she was talking about their relationship. She said, you don't go through two decades of infidelity without both parties being partly to blame. I don't know. I feel like uh, between cancer and children, you get a couple of get-out-of-sex-free cards. Yeah, and plus could... a lot of those infidelities were fake and imaginary. Yeah, they were all fake and imaginary infidelities anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, Both people I'm... are fake to blame, though. I know no, you're absolutely right. And like in the first part of this book, when she's talking about how magical everything is with John Edwards, I want to make like an annotated copy where every sentence has an asterisk that has the line, but he's married. Like, this does not come across. There's no judgment about that really in the book, except maybe one or two throwaway lines that our editor probably forced her to write. Well, like, here's the thing. She even has this line, like, I believe that if there is, you know, an attraction that's outside of marriage, that they should break that off, break off the marriage before they pursue anything. But the real world doesn't always work that way. <laughs> Facts on the ground will dictate. That's right. You know, the, like, the realities of the situation. They had to have a surge into, you know, Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, I feel like so- this was more about the realities of the situation from Jersey Shore, where he just <laughs> wanted to be DTF. I think everybody was very DTF in this book. That's very yeah. true. And you know what Elizabeth Edwards was? She was an insurgent. Yeah. Well, no, the yeah. baby was the insurgent because he was so strong-willed that he must be a he, and then it turned out it was a daughter. 
Oh, yeah, what was that? That was fucking sexist, man. That was the one thing I didn't like that she said. Well, no, but that's <laughs> indicative. That's why I say I hate her, is that's who she is. She would believe that because a baby uh, is strong-willed inside of her that it has to be a man. Here's what the most sexist. important part of that. She can it sense its will in her in her uterus. I mean, I've never, I've not carried a child, but I'm just guessing the sex of it is not transmitted through your feelings. Well, there, there's a will thing that's right next to the, um, you know. Penis? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. mean balls, Steven? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> there are two will things. Yeah. The one is will. Bag. One is one is won't. <laughs> <laughs> I left my and tickets on will ball. <laughs> so some of the reason this blew up is because like everybody, because John Edwards had this image that and him and Elizabeth Edwards supposedly had this amazing marriage and they always went to like Wendy's on their anniversary because they were poor during their first anniversary or something like that and that's where they had to go. And they, went to they bought the Wendy's so that it was yeah. Be there well, for that's them. the funny thing. So so um, the when this blew up, it was like it's because like how could he do that to Elizabeth and. You know, in, in the end, it really doesn't surprise me that Elizabeth Edwards probably had a different persona publicly than privately because everybody does. But yeah. the way that Rial describes it, it like it, assuming this book is fiction, uh, I would I would not believe the Elizabeth Edwards character because there's absolutely no redeeming quality to her whatsoever. Yeah. 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 Well, sure. Yeah, but this is, you know, it's a book written by the woman who ruined her marriage. Like, you can't expect... Like, if she wrote a book... That's about as impartial as it gets, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as... I mean, like, she's so demonized by Riel in this book that it's just... It's hilarious. Stupid. That is the like, funniest part of this book, is every time she's like, oh, and then Elizabeth Edwards went on one of those 12 hours of consecutive screaming. Yeah, I know. Probably not, <laughs> like, right? It's impossible I, we, to imagine Elizabeth Edwards just, like, enjoying cereal. <laughs> she's always yeah, constantly like, shaking with rage. <laughs> in the Lifetime movie version of this, like... Elizabeth Edwards is played by a howler monkey. <laughs> That's Elizabeth exactly Edwards right. trying to like, eat your cereal. <laughs> it's also funny because she, like, one of her criticisms of Elizabeth is that Elizabeth treats John Edwards as if he was a simpleton who didn't really know how to run his campaign, except then she wrote this whole book that sort of proves that John Edwards was a simpleton who had no idea how to run a campaign. Yeah, right. like, or, or Elizabeth was right about that. And he's a simpleton who doesn't understand his feelings or anything. <laughs> Yeah, and in this book, uh, he will be played by another monkey that just doesn't talk as much. He'll be played by a bonobo. Like, pretty smart for a monkey. Yeah, and humps everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. He humps everything. If you show him an ATM, he won't know which buttons to push. <laughs> yeah. And then Real nice Hunter will be played by a stuffed animal. <laughs> I would watch uh, this, guys. With a little <laughs> stuffed animal inside her that she can feel his maleness. Oh, God. Do you remember those? Oh, what were the name of those? It was a little puppy. It was a mama dog who had the little puppies that came out, and you didn't know if there were, like, one or three or four or two Yeah, what inside. was that? A girl's uh, puppy toy? surprise? Yeah, puppy surprise. <laughs> Fucking A. I, I did that without looking it up. Puppy Where's surprise the, sounds like the worst. The role of Real Hunter will be played by a puppy surprise <laughs> doll. It's not that much of a surprise if it's on the label, guys. I'm just no, but it it's there. not on the label. It's you like don't know how much you're getting. Two to five. Yeah, puppies. you don't know how. how oh shit, that is a surprise. That's a pretty. Good, <laughs> you don't know how, how fertile Wait, your, uh, your your dog litter was. will be. I just realized that in this book, the stuffed animal and the little stuffed the puppy surprise would wear a big fluffy hat, a floppy hat, and sunglasses. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Adorable. She always puts her baby in a floppy hat to hide her identity, and she always wears big sunglasses a, to hide her own identity. A stuffed puppy with huge sunglasses. 
it's pretty good. This is yeah, this is nice. Can we option this movie now? What it we, sounds like a Kickstarter to me, guys. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is this gonna be cartoon, live action? What are we doing? Oh no, it's definitely live action. Hybrid. I want, uh, I want hybrid. I think. The, well, you want rotoscope. Here's the key: when I want for our uh, for our uh, Kickstarter, uh, I don't know what our budget is going to be for the actual filming, but I want to make sure there's at least two thousand dollars a month in groceries for me. My prawn, my goat cooking me prawns and cheese. In that case, can we add an extra like couple thousand dollars for like plumbing bills for Alex's? <laughs> <laughs> Give the prawn somewhere to swim. <laughs> Jesus, that's the worst use of it for taking a shit of her. Jesus Uh, Christ! uh, I have another hate from the early section of the book. Yeah. Yes. Um, When she was saying like doing cocaine is stupid. Yeah. Um, and but then she said doing cocaine for nearly a decade to try to relive that euphoric first high is really stupid. It's borderline criminal. Mm-hmm. It actually is criminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just right, right there, easily on one side of the line, criminal. Yeah. yeah. Make me crazy. Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? Possibly. This ad was neither required nor approved by Amazon. Amazon, buy season three of the hit TV show Sliders today. Meanwhile, in the Read It and Weep Sad Thoughts Room. <sighs> What's wrong, Stephen? John Edwards was so stupid. I just feel like this could have been easily avoided. You might be right, Stephen. Here, I got this portal opening watch from read-weep.com slash Amazon. Just like the show Sliders. And to confuse things, I also ordered six mini hamburgers and a 90-foot track of soapy plastic. Slip and slide slider sliders? And away we go! Meanwhile, six years ago, in a parallel universe... Johnny, I just don't know if we should have sex. Yeah. But on the other hand... Sex? Yeah. Oof. Oof. Time travelers covered in soapy plastic with tiny hamburgers. Not quite, Johnny. Uh, These travelers are clearly from a parallel universe whose timeline is six years ahead of ours. Wow. Good guess. Senator Edwards, we're from a parallel 2012. Hiya, sport. Are those tiny hamburgers from me? Uh, they're slip and slide slider sliders. Yes, I get that reference because sliders has only been off the air six years for me. Oh, what a magical world this is. Senator Edwards, in my world, you've thrown away your entire political career because of this woman. Of course. I'm in love with her. Oh, Johnny, I love you too. But you'll go from being universally loved to universally hated. Yes, but on the other hand, sex... Yeah! What if I told you you could have sex with things, but not end up hated? Talk quickly and give me one of those sliders, sliders. Read-weep.com slash Amazon has numerous sex toys that are high quality, reasonably priced, and discreet, and washable. Have you ever heard of a political scandal involving a flashlight? Because I sure haven't. Best of all, when you shop at read-weep.com slash Amazon, 6% of your purchase goes to support Read It and Weep, a fantastic podcast that won't exist for another three years. Actually, it won't exist at all. This is the universe where Chris discovered he had the ability to shapeshift and seduce John Edwards. Wait, what? Guys, it's me. I'm Real Hunter. <laughs> Chris, that's kind of wrong. Yeah, but on the other hand... Sex! Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon. Put something in that other hand. How you feel about this beautiful crazy, man? Man, ups and downs. 
I have a I have a couple quick hates. That yeah, go maybe for we it. Can go quick hate around. Huh. Yeah, go quick. One, okay. two, three, huh. go. Um, one of her first things she said was like, "I was dealing with it." She said, "Like, I didn't think I'd have to write a book to cope with this." I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never thought when I'm feeling like down or low <laughs> that like the only way I can cope is if I write a book about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, oh, I always my first thought is like, when something bad has happened, I should make a webisode. Yeah. <laughs> you guys Boy. clearly have never seen my Kindle uh, release. Uh, that time I'm st- I stubbed my toe. It's pretty great. <laughs> why, uh, yeah. why did the top scoop of my ice cream fall out by Ezra Fox? <laughs> I guess my biggest thing, I think the thing that proves that John Edwards is not that smart is that this, is that this woman, it, like, she's so crazy, she's so stupid, and a lot of these situations, she seems like such a annoying person to hang out with that's the woman you gave up your chance to come in third in the democratic primaries for yeah. it's just so sad <laughs> also she seems to have it better together than him so that's yeah. the other thing well okay one, one thing is that one one easy exit strategy especially when like the media was hounding her she didn't know what she was going to do and she was trapped with the evil youngs what if she just like got a job and, and took care of herself. What if she just became a responsible, independent human being? Yeah, where is the money going to come from? Where is the money going to come from? Yeah, Stephen, this is this is actually. Uh, I'm I'm so glad you're circling back to our hate topic because um, <laughs> this is maybe my biggest hate is that she never does fuck all. Oh my god, she Nothing. receives money. It's like, what does she have to do? She goes to the movies during the day, drinks wine, and gets fucked, and flies in private jets at night, like. She doesn't even do anything. Nothing. No. Does she, not contribute to society in any way at all. Well, she uh, she also uh, was complaining that she didn't receive all the money they said she'd receive. Like she didn't really. She, they, she said like they didn't give me seven hundred thousand dollars. I only got two thousand dollars a month for groceries. Um, so she's contributing a lot to the Whole Foods economy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and when she was complaining that she was driving a used BMW, yeah, she kept saying it was like, yeah, it wasn't that much money. It was a used BMW. And it wasn't even necessarily mine. Yeah. If I had $2,000 a month for groceries, I would eat nothing but cheese. I would eat just, and like, really aged cheese. I, the whole huh. thing. That's huh. what I would eat. Yeah. We have a I hard time doing this, that. generally. Hold on. No, but not, not because that's healthy, because that's the only thing I can think of that would be able to spend $2,000 in a grocery store. Oh, you're saying because you need, not because that's not what you want to do, but it's what you have to do. Oh, no, it's the yeah, challenge. I'm trying to think, yeah. I can't think of any Alex, other, like, Alex, lunch and dinner, prawns. <laughs> exactly. I would have prawns with, like, what are, you, what are you buying at a grocery store for that much money? No, here's the thing. You buy a whole goat, and you train that goat to cook your dinner. <laughs> Uh, that's about two thousand dollars a month yeah cooking classes for goats (laughs) that'll run you up that's where the money goes into the goat cooking class (laughs) knife skills for your hooves it's tough but i said mince it god damn it at least at least she has real for the goat has real for her uh, owner because can you imagine elizabeth edwards she'd be so pissed all the Uh. time at that goat for fucking up her dinner (laughs) <laughs> Damn it, goat! <laughs> Mince it! <laughs> hey guys, can we do a quick mini game? Yeah, of course. Okay, so um, you know when when it's a, a horror movie or whatever or a horror book, we do uh, how would you fail to survive? So if uh, if you're real hunter, how would you have been caught? Uh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Whole Foods, probably. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't stay away from Whole Foods for more Eating than Eating thousands of dollars of aged cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and prawns. Uh, yeah, so how, how would we fail to survive in this, well, this horrible world? I'm not convinced that John Edwards would find me attractive enough to sleep with me. <laughs> so you'd get caught trying to rape John Edwards. <laughs> what you're trying to say. That being said, he does seem to be attracted to a lot of different things. So I like yeah. so so Real and Steven would have in common that they both spent a lot of time hiding in the stairway, the stairwell next to John Edwards' room for a chance to have sex with John Edwards. But the middle <laughs> part would be totally different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I mean I think Steven, you could easily easily pass for one of John Edwards' invisible girlfriends. <laughs> That's true. Just start texting him on his razor. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. All right, now it's time for the uh, second half of our combat sandwich. We're going to go in oh, reverse God. order of the way we started out, which means, Ezra, you're first. You're up first. Uh, this is a compliment to serendipity. I was listening to the audiobook. I paused it, and when I started again, the first line was, it smelled like pee or something. <laughs> <laughs> Piss. Which Man, I don't remember fortuitous. what the thing was that smelled like pee. Yeah. Something smelled like pee. I don't know what. I don't know the first part of it. I don't know either. But Man. fuck, it was only 99 cents. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, your my minor compliment. Okay. So my compliment is to Riel, who seems incredibly sincere. Um, as a life coach, right, uh, she knows that you're not made of your mind patterns, but you're the awareness behind those mind patterns. And once you realize that, your whole life starts to change. So the plan, the first night that she was with John Edwards, was to go to his hotel room and help him see his mind patterns. <laughs> and I gotta say, you know what? Good for you. So so wait, so I'm not the little guy that is sitting in behind my eyes driving the Alex body. I'm no, the you're the guy. awareness I'm behind the little guy, the guy inside his head driving the mini Alex that drives the big Alex's body. <laughs> That's oh, <God>. right. <laughs> you are not a mere meat suit. That's all I remember. Finally, you've cleared yeah. it up for me. You yeah. know what? Meat suits and meat dresses, you out there are not your mind patterns. Meat pants suits, if you want, if you want to be very professional. Okay, who's eating this cheese right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's either me or the goat. I can't tell. <laughs> Thanks for the grilled cheese goat. Uh, so for uh, Stephen's major minor compliment, what is he going to say? Uh, well, I'll tell you. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'll let me get behind the wheel of my car that's driving this other bigger car. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen car. So I was looking for something to compliment, uh-huh. uh, a second compliment, and I went to her Wikipedia page and found out that in 2002... Uh, Ryle Hunter appeared as a contestant on the game show Lingo. <laughs> yeah. Google image searching. Yep. Lingo? With, it was hosted by Chuck Woolery, and it's like it's like bingo, but it's 
Not really. No, it's not. I I, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I think there's like password. Oh, I think there's words involved. She looks like a crazy. It's more like password. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was like my. So when I uh, when I uh, graduated college and like didn't have anything to do, I watched a lot of the Game Show Network, and I love Lingo. <laughs> so I take back everything bad I said about her. What did she? How did she do? Uh, she won five hundred dollars with her partner. Yet again, Riel Hunter not working for her living. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for our show we'll be back again next week next week we're talking about size audibly twilight we stopped about uh we stopped at about the halfway point in the fourth book so we're gonna go back and pick up where we left off we have two more episodes about the book and then the movie will come out and we'll talk about that and that is the end of twilight forever so uh i guess next week more talk about bella and what a terrible job she does at naming children She's not great at it, no. No. That's not her that's not her vampire superpower. No. No. Oh, when you said Renesmee, I actually thought about Twilight again for the first time since we've seen Twilight. I know, it's starting to happen. <laughs> oh god. This is weird, guys. I have weird mixed feelings. Cause like at one point I feel like I don't know, I feel like we're graduating from high school and it's like I'm gonna just play a lot of like vitamin C like graduation song in the background. Yeah, we'll definitely have to play some uh, uh, closing time at the end of this. Oh, yeah. All of that. And, uh, All of that. But also, actually, I guess my mixed feelings, too, are like we've read so many things that are terrible since then. I want to. I kind of wonder if this is actually, like, will this live up to the, the, one, the new stuff we've put it against? We might actually like this. Also, we're only reading, we only, all we have left is the half of the book where she's finally a vampire. Like, maybe things this- will get a little better. That's interesting. Wow. Well, join us for that next week. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, uh, s- uh, send us an email, podcasts at readreap.com. Try that again. Podcasts at read-weep.com. Also, Facebook- Definitely not readrape.com. <laughs> That's not Do what not. I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> Do not go to readrape.com. <laughs> that can't be a site, right? Yes, we own it, but don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also, uh, Facebook.com slash readweep uh, and Twitter and etc. Also, uh, thanks always for being here, Chris Nez. Of course. And thanks for joining us uh, pseudonymously, Mr. Stephen T. Carter. (laughs) Yeah, uh, thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, it's been been fun. It's kind of embarrassing that you knew so much about this. Not for you, for us, to be near you, when you knew things. Wait, so I I should feel okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this was a major national story that I ignored. Um... No, but that's it's good to ignore this because this is all sideshow and nobody should care about this. But that's all anybody ever does care about it. Look, so I it's usually good. feel I usually feel like infidelity is not a sign that you would be bad at being in charge of a country. But he runs this affair so badly mm-hmm. that you could that's not the thing that kills me. manage a country if you can't manage a sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: like, it takes them such a long time to get caught, and they're so bad at keeping it secret. <laughs> that's that's what kills me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why people went to fascism, because it makes the affairs run on time. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. We'll be, next week. be back again next week. Goodbye. Bye. You gotta bring me something, girl. be with me. The thing is, if John Edwards decided to have sex with his fleshlight, he'd film it. 
<laughs> yeah, but that film would only go in a hat box that John Edwards would know about. Right, but then the flashlight would would wait in the stairwell for an hour. Yeah. Um, before sneaking that. out of the Beverly Hilton. <laughs> that flashlight's tell-all book, though. That's going to be something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dishwasher safe. The story. <laughs> <laughs> 